The pitch to Stanton. Drew, there it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Out of the ballpark. A Stantonian home run. Now, what did, what did I do wrong? What did I see wrong? He's at first base. the bell tolls it's week five it's the most anticipated episode in the history of this podcast you're joined as always by your host and it's very important guest here the whistleblower himself jordan kemphill welcome back to the show yes thanks (laughs) thanks for having me I think I'm going to need a little bit further explanation on for the who the bell tolls (laughs) Uh, the acdc song we are talking about songs just before, and like that song just came to mind. Just the right. dong. Okay. It might work. And it seems like, you know, some bells might be tolling for people uh, this week. And then what makes Jordan the whistleblower? Oh, uh, because he keeps like flagging that I'm giving advice on the show. So <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, he's my whistleblower. He got suspended so for suspended. a reason, man. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep you in check. Right. So it's like, it's like Facebook, you know, they could come face to face with their whistleblower. Yeah, Jordan's definitely the leader of the brigade, but I think everyone's part of the brigade against you giving advice. Love that Jordan's here face to face with 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 Tom, the advice giver. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kicks my ass last week in fantasy, so you know he's he's two for two right now. Good. Yeah, deserved it. Any any uh, bombs that Stanton hits is Stantonian, but any advice you give is Scanlonian, dude. Scanlonian. Call it. Whenever it happens, Scanlonian, Scanlonian. He's at it again. Tom, you've been better, though. I mean, I feel like those first couple weeks, I think you were throwing out a, a decent amount of advice. But, like, it's also – I get your spot, too, right, as a commissioner. Like, you need – like, you're going to make comments, right, and you're going to, you're gonna like, talk about lineups so you can – it's hard, you know? Yeah. Also, the Twitter right. posts. In the Is show. it hard? <laughs> I always feel like yeah, the Twitter posts by Tom are... less tweet, I only send, like, t- uh, tweets from, like, about defensive players now. Don't, don't send any for <laughs> Stephen Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, and so, CMC. So, so CMC, Jordan, we've wanted, defensive we've wanted player, on the show for a little bit now, uh, since you had a big week last week. Um, I know, you know, we're always looking forward in this league, but maybe we can take a, a step back and hear a little bit about um, some of the trades you made, your thoughts, how you feel about the team going forward. Looks like they paid off so far. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like I've been trying to get better over the last handful of years of not trading too early on. I don't, I don't think I've done it in the past, but I've always been mindful of that because um, you don't really know what you have for a few weeks, right? And then you end up letting guys go that, that perform well. I think, though, at like week three, I was definitely – I mean, I, I had a couple hard losses. I lost to Steve by like 0.9 points, which was, which was heartbreaking. Um, but even so, I felt like I was missing pieces, right? And like I looked around the league and like especially the top – and like I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have the lineup to compete, right? Like it just felt like I was going to start stacking up more losses. So I was trying to think. I knew I had some running backs. I was, you know, definitely targeting a receiver. So I just started reaching out to people probably like end of week three. I think I, I reached out to you, Connor, pretty early on. I, I spoke to probably like half, half the league, but like I didn't want to get too, I didn't want to start trading away guys and, 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 and swapping positions. I definitely knew I wanted a receiver. I had an extra running back or two. So that was kind of, that was kind of the, the, the catalyst for all of it. Um, you know, fast forward, I think I'm in a decent spot. I definitely still have some holes, but um, I'm de- I definitely feel better about the three, I guess like my receiving core, if you will. And I haven't given up much at the RV spot. So yeah. Yeah, you were, you were pretty stacked going in last week with, like, I think you and I were talking about, like, RB2s. So it's nice that, you know, you're able to kind of, like, leverage that for – because everyone's hungry for RBs. Right. So it's nice that you can leverage oh, yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I was I was impressed with the moves you were able to make. Uh, I was I was in contact with you about possible trades. Uh, 
obviously none of those worked out, but um, I liked both of your trades for you, and I was jealous. <laughs> so <laughs> that's got to feel good, right? <laughs> uh, I think yeah. like uh, I think like Verizon or just whoever's like just monitoring whatever I do on my phone, they're gonna think that Jordan's like I'm having an affair with Jordan. I've been talking to him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I no, as I said last week uh, on the show with Greg, I, that I contacted Greg about CEH early on, and he said something that you just said to me. He was like, I don't want to trade away players too early, which I understand. Uh, and then I did want to text Jake about. Uh, OBJ as well, but I never did. I never got around to it, and uh, boom, just like that. You know, you snooze, you lose. Uh, Jordan, you snatched him up. Yeah, so I could I could give you like a little bit of background to each of those. So I think when I first started talking to people, I knew, so as I alluded to, I knew I had a running back, so I, I definitely looked at teams that use more RB depth. Jake was one of them. I tried reaching out to Steve. I'm looking around. I can't remember who else. Um, but that, that was kind of the start of it. I, I, you know, I reached out to Steve. I feel like we, we didn't get anywhere. I reached out to Jake. The, we kind of talked about a few different things, either wise, and then we kind of put it on pause. I know I was talking to Connor and, and, and you, Kafka, for a long time. Um, the Greg trade, that kind of came out of nowhere. I was actually down in Philly, and we were watching um, – we're watching the games over the weekend. I think like the alarm bell just went off for me on in terms of the Jags. Like they they seem to have. I mean, what what are they owing for right now? Yeah, have they won? No, 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 they bad. But the, but the last couple of weeks they've looked a little bit better, right? and particularly James Robinson, he's looked better. So I might, you know, I might have kind of pulled the trigger there too early. I think I just I didn't want anything to do with the Jags at that point. So I reached out to Greg. Um, usually I feel like Greg just you know, disregards whatever I'm asking and just comes back with like another trade. But we actually stuck to that topic and we ended up just, it was pretty quick. It was like a five minute conversation. Um, and I think he joked around the pod last week about just sending it over before we, uh, before we both like, you know, get cold feet and uh, move on. But, <laughs> I, I mean, I, personally, I think James Robinson is the better running back. Um, but again, I just I didn't, I didn't want any exposure to the Jags at that point. I was worried that, that was just going to kind of persist through the remainder of the year. So I figured I'd CEH like he's going to get, even though Mahomes is probably you know they're looking to him to kind of throw through the air, right, score touchdowns through the air. I mean, CEH is still going to get those touchdown rather than you know, um, no red zone looks. So that that was kind of that was the catalyst for that. And then Jake, same thing. I mean, after I got that one down, I was like, all right, let me go back to to receivers, see if I can lock in like a you know, OBJ might not be a wide receiver too, but that's what I was looking for. Um, and then I convinced Jake to, to take Mike Davis and uh, McKissick. And it's pretty quick, yeah. Oh, man, Lucky Jordan's put on, a, he's put on a clinic, man. <laughs> I was telling these guys that we're going to get Trade Lessons 101 today, and you're yes. yeah, spitting knowledge at us. But funny Lesson enough, number so two. Like, <laughs> all the conversations, like the, the longer conversations I had, didn't get anywhere, like, Connor and Kafka and I, I mean, we've talked, we've talked a lot about potential trades and we didn't get We've talked a lot. Yeah, a lot. We didn't get anywhere. And, and, and ironically, the two, like, quickest conversations were the two ones that we actually uh, got them to work. Yeah, I, we, we did not, you and I did not get creative. You came to me yeah. with an offer and um, I was like, yeah, sure, uh, I'm into that. And then you were like, all right, hold on, let me see if this other trade goes anywhere. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> then... It didn't go anywhere. Uh, I believe it was Connor you were talking to. And then I just kept shouting the same offer back at you, like, dude, what about this? What about this? Like, that trade's not happening. Take this one. Accept this one. <laughs> and you just wouldn't. <laughs> just the Robert Woods one? Yep. <laughs> Jordan sent me a list. <laughs> like, the Yahoo or whatever rankings. It was just like, there's like one of the people's on here. I'm like, oh, my God. It's cop going Robert Woods. I already know it. <laughs> it's just like he's trying to sell you Robert Woods. Yeah, I think I sent you. I wasn't selling him Robert Woods. He asked me. I know, no, Robert I, Woods. I, right. You, you did clarify that later on. Uh, I, but I yeah. was interested in Robert Woods. I, I can't remember the, the specifics of like that offer, but for whatever reason, I felt like I was giving up too much, or or I just wanted to wait. But. Right. That is funny though. Sometimes it's the shorter conversations that that do get it done. Yeah. You know? My Jose trade with Pittman and Damian Harris was 
very do, do you jump in the gun you gotta, you gotta follow the show script just saying <laughs> just saying <laughs> oh we have a script now we have a script now <laughs> meaning just script, on, the, on the subject yes. of uh very quick talks <laughs> all right but yeah very impressive jordan we'll see how it works out i feel feel better about my team i don't know if i can hey to, to greg's credit james robinson had a hell of a week you know I think he did outscore CEH, so he would have won that that bet that you reneged on. CEH has had back-to-back hundred-yard weeks, though, so that's that's very nice. I'm I'm impressed and proud that you uh, pulled both trades off next uh, last week because I I still have you in my head as as Mr. Coldfeed. So the fact that you're able <laughs> to actually come through with two trades, you're, you're growing. You're growing. <laughs> you're growing. Not wrong. I feel like I do reach out to you with a lot of trades, and then almost to like, almost just to see what you're gonna say. You know, if you decline, <laughs> I'm like, I want that guy. If you're like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, I don't want that guy. That's exactly what happens. That's exactly <laughs> what I, you. You'll throw an offer to me, and I'll say yes, and you're like, actually, I don't know if that's a good job. I don't. I don't know if I want that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. It's like a test. Oh, that's funny. So um, we did have a comment in the Facebook group earlier this morning um, about asking us to talk about um, the fab budget and the, and the, the waivers have been going through because I guess there's been some wild numbers lately. So if you guys had any initial thoughts about that, but of course there was uh, the main prize this week of Damian Williams. What were uh, we the talk- bids? Like what were the actual bids? Like I know the ones that the three of us at least talked about were uh, in the 50s and 60s, which is a lot. Yeah, I'm pulling them up myself. Yeah, so like Damian Williams obviously blew it away, but Samaj P. Ryan went for $15, and that was pretty competitive with the next closest being $12. Dawson Knox went for $12. Crowder went for 18 with I think like half the league putting a bid on him. That must make you feel a little good, Connor. Um, <laughs> Crowdy, <laughs> Crowdy, and then uh, Minnesota defense went for uh, a nice seven spot. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, anyone else put on them? No. All right, good, good. So Maybe I'm not too surprised. But I'm not too surprised by like, the big numbers in general because one, we're further into the season, but also that um, we're year two into Fab, so I think people like kind of understand like the ebbs and flows of it. And to think, like, if you want someone, you got to be kind of aggressive. Who picked up Dawson Knox? Jordy, right? Uh, I think Jake did. Jake? Oh, my bad. It was Jake. Yep. Uh, it was Jake. It was J- uh, Jake with a $12 offering, and I bid seven. I was the next highest with seven, then Greg with four. Hold the door, hold that door with three. And Tom Eight. with a $0 bid. Really? Yeah, you Jake want that, that pipe in? Pipe treat, Tom. <laughs> huh? I pits. I don't need him. You want uh, that hard for Dawson? Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought Dawson was a good value on the waiver wire. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a fairly, uh, I don't know, it's pretty thin waiver wire. Our no, I know. Good. I just only ask because you have Kelsey. That's like the yeah, no, I, I got, forget it guy. As it as is a set of forget it guy, but uh, yeah, if Dawson Knox like you know puts together three or four good weeks, that's a that's a trade asset. Um, trade could asset where you could flex. flex, could flex, use him as in a bye week. Um, so yeah, I did go that hard, but I'm pretty sure I only had one bench spot, so I really was Damian Williams or bust. If I didn't get Damian Williams, like I would have been upset if I had Dawson Knox. <laughs> <laughs> and it made sense for Jake to get Dawson Knox because I think he lost Logan Thomas for for a few weeks. I don't right. know. Jake uh, had got has got or Steve is Logan Thomas. Mixing up these lineups. My bad. Smash, smash. <laughs> what what, what say, were Jordan? the actual? Uh, yeah, I know. I was just looking at um, how he did last week. Yeah, yeah. And there was like the the big one for like Josh Gordon last week. Um, what Marlon was that? Like seventeen bucks. Seventeen. Marlon Mack went for ten. So I, I kind of like seeing yeah. the aggressiveness rather than you know guys just doing like you know three four dollars each time. You calling out Jimmy right there? I, as I was saying it, I was like, Jimmy's gonna take that as a, a shot at him. Yeah, that's why I'm calling it out. 
because I didn't I didn't want there to be a little like uh, oh is he is he digging at me like like <laughs> off uh... no Jimmy heard it here first it was that wasn't well, that wasn't a dig yeah there you go but I like seeing like like sixty dollars now like sets precedent so now everyone has that in the back of their mind if someone like really relevant there it's like oh someone might actually want to bid sixty percent of their budget on this well, hold on so there was what sixty six. 61 i no 66 uh tom with 57 connor with 55 jose with 53 steve with 36 brian with 23 and jimmy with a solid 16. but i did man i can explain myself go ahead uh after after last week who did who did i play last week Jose, right? Um, yes, it was Jose who <laughs> got a zero from DJ Shark on Thursday and still managed to beat me. My team's my team was pretty pathetic. I was pretty down in the dumps. Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, dude. Tuesday, I was just like walking around my place here, like just just remembering back to when I spun the wheel and uh, it landed on switch with the worst and i just fell to the ground and everyone erupted <laughs> and i was like i i never recovered from that i'm still <laughs> there on the floor right now and i was just in a very dark place owen four yes owen four like i was just like what am i what, how do i get out of this so i was like damien williams is like i i've got no rbs damien williams needs to be mine so i swear that i was thinking like i looked at it i actually noticed i texted you guys and i said i had the highest remaining uh budget left i had like 97 i think tommy had 96 or something like that i was like he could be mine if i wanted him that bad but i'm not gonna bid everything on him so i literally thought like 66 666 is the number of the beast like i just i just pushed i punched it in didn't even go didn't tinker or waffle i was like if i lose him at 66 then whatever like life's not gonna get better <laughs> so i i got him at 66 i was happy now uh, for what like five weeks four to five weeks is what i think the diagnosis is but jordan look at my running backs they are awful yeah zach moss, there's a bye week zach, in there it's like zach moss in a blink of an eye became my best running back he's been he's been all right though you got damian harris well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I'm saying even, the script before, <laughs> even before I got Damian Will uh Damian Williams, like Zach Moss was my best RB there. Like it's just it's just not not a place you want to be, Jordan. Seems you seems coming around though. I hope so. Uh so yeah, that was my reasoning for for bidding sixty six dollars. Like I don't know if I would do that again. It like Tom, like you said, it's later in the season, so I don't know who the next like big waiver bid would be. Because obviously, I took myself out of that running by bidding sixty six dollars and winning. But uh, running back was just such such a need for me that I had to go all in. Yeah, like even like myself, I think I have like the most left with ninety six. I'm like, what am I even going to spend this on? Like, I feel like it's going to like end up like being like annoying and play like defense on people. Like, oh, like they kind of need a tight end because of buys. Let me just spend up like $15 on Mikey Sticky or something. <laughs> I hope that's what your season becomes. I want to uh, um, just hold on to that 96 the whole season. Then, like, the last week, somebody comes available, go all in. All in. <laughs> I, not to get off topic, but I did just notice that both. Oh no, sorry. That Steve bid five dollars on Rodrigo Black Blinkenship, and Jake bid three. So that was a, that was a popular uh, guy right there. <laughs> Hot Rod playing Monday night. You know, that's, they want that action. Uh, yeah, we had Brian won the Samaje P Ryan, uh, fifteen dollar bid. He's the mixing owner, but what Jose was the second closest down. bid to P Ryan? Sorry. Jose had twelve and Tom dropped four. Oh, lost. Oh, good for good for thought, thought, thought people forget about P Ryan because it kind of happened with Gio Bernard last year. So it's like okay, not the was, not the mixing owner and not Jose. Yeah, dude, Ho I I remember Jose and I like like three years ago. Like we we're like in a huge like trade talks over Samaj P Ryan. I think he was on the Redskins at the time or something. <laughs> 
he was oh, relevant man. for wow. a while, like like a not a while, but like were a, those like the a, days of uh, Rob Kelly, whatever his <laughs> name was. I I I think so. I don't remember <laughs> his name. It was after Alfred Rob Morris, Kelly but and Chris Thompson. Smudgy Piran has like the the biggest beard I think I've seen on one of these childhood pictures. Even if, even if Mixon uh, even if Mixon does play, it's still good for o- O'Keefe to have him just in case Mixon. Ha- I know Agreed. Tom, you were scared of ling- you know lingering injuries that Mixon tends to have. So that like Piran's the only other guy in town. You know. Agreed. It, it, even if have. Mixon plays, it's good to have him. Yeah, it's a good point. Meaning, like, O'Keefe might be like, oh, man, 15 bucks. Like, and Mix is playing, but, like, it's probably probably a smart move to just lock that in. Right. Because, like, he'll never, like, he'll never have to, like, it's not like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb where he's got to like, have to worry about, like, oh, man, am I playing the right one or not? If Mixon plays this and play P. Ryan and vice versa. So, Connor, I do see that you did bid $1 on Jameson Crowder. Obviously, the win... The the winning bid was went to Steve with eighteen, then Jose with twelve, Jake with ten, oh, Jordan with nine. People loving the crowd, eh? Yep. Greg with a zero dollar bid, and you and Jimmy with the one dollar bids. Jimmy's a smart man. All right, so one dollar was all you're willing to spend on Crowder. Yeah, I, I had bigger no reunion, bigger sights, no reunion. We talked, <laughs> you know, we talked, but uh, mortgage just season for was, him. <laughs> <laughs> we thought thought it was best to you know. Keep keep our distance. Understood. All right. So without further ado, I think we have to get into the main topic of this evening. We had two big trades come through hours before we filmed or record or whatever we're doing right now. I guess um, it's both. It is kind of both. Yeah, I guess so. So I think it's worth diving into, um, especially since our hosts. Um, we're involved with each trade. So I think I'll open the floor up to John to discuss um, the first trade he made with Jose. Well, I, I do love the what Jordan said earlier, that some of those trades like happen so fast. Jo- uh, Jose actually didn't text me. He just sent me the uh, like in Yahoo Robert was for Damian Harris. <laughs> like no words. And I, I just like rejected it right away. And I was like, no, nah, like that would that would leave me like pretty exposed at wide receiver and then connor came and started asking about damien williams so i was like all right if i can get a wide receiver for with like in exchange for damien williams then yes i would trade robert woods for damien harris so i asked jose and he was like i'm still good if you're good and i was like all right let me work on this other trade and i'll let you know if it happens or not and uh it took most of the day but eventually connor and i agreed on a trade and once he agreed. I accepted Jose's trade, and I and accepted Connor's trade as well at the same time, simultaneously. Wow, I love doing that. Those are some of my favorite ones. The the two trades at once. <laughs> yes, no, I you won, you won the Damian Harris sweepstakes. It sounded like Jose was kind of shopping him around the league this today. Uh, yeah, as I said earlier, my my RBs are trash, so I decided to go with Damien Harris over Damien Williams because Damien Williams is, like Jordan said, a, a four- to five-month rental, which I still needed. So I, I feel like Damien Harris has more stability. He's got a juicy matchup against the Texans. We'll get into that later, Tom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I'm playing against Tom, and so he's butthurt. I, oh. I upgrade my team. And it's just it's par for the course, you know. Everyone, everyone's afraid of my one and three team, so they gotta, you know, sh- give their best shot. Yeah, I, I, I knew he'd bring this up. <laughs> Everyone's trading. We're out. We're out to get you. It, it, it becomes a trend, man. I can't. I can't ignore the. We trends. are out to get you. Yeah, f- yeah facts don't lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good move. It's just it's just crazy that like, if the thing about like, like last year even shows you how quick things can change, like trading Robert Woods for Damian Harris straight up. But I think it made a lot of sense for both of you guys. I actually still really like Robert Woods. Um, but I thought and and I think that if uh be based on like his like lackluster performance the first four weeks, I wouldn't get value close to like how I view him. So Damien Harris was like probably the best I would get for him this week. And I needed like and I need running back. So I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. 
definitely makes sense. I think uh, Jose was hurt for, for receiver, and not like you just said, running backs. Yeah, once Connor and I agreed to the trade, I was like, all right, I'll take Amari Cooper over Robert Woods and then just worry about my third wide receiver like later. What's the Pats RB situation right now? Like, is he is he the is he the guy? He's the first and second down back. Uh, he's kind of been that all season. He doesn't catch passes. Tom, I thought you said once that he got six targets this past weekend, but that's not true. According to he you, ran his, he ran, he ran the most his... routes, but Brandon Bolden got oh. six targets out of like he he was targeted on almost every single route he ran. Right, you said that uh, you said he ran the most routes of his career. That's it, because I looked and he still only had like two targets, which is par for the course. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's the first, uh, first and down, first and second down back there. Uh, the other guys behind him, Ramon J. Stevenson hasn't really played a whole lot. The other guy fumble, keeps fumbling, Taylor, and then Bolden will be the James White back there, who I also have. Lock it, lock it up, lock in lock it the up. Pat's backfield. So I so, think he'll be good. He'll be good in games when the Pats are winning, which they should beat the Texans this weekend. Josh Jacobs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Poor man's Josh Jacobs. I think I think he's better than Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs is dust. But Josh Jacobs was think so bad Monday night. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Isn't it, he playing it, Josh, Jake, Josh Jacobs is the positive game. Dude, he's a positive game script king. Josh Jacobs and when the Raiders are winning is so good. No, I. I get I, I, that, but Tom called him dust. We're not dust. Yes, he is. He's terrible. <laughs> Peyton Barber looks better than him. Oh. I don't know about looks better, but I, I, Gruden, Gruden, I don't know, man. Gruden's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Uh, Who? Kenyon Drake. Uh, trash. He doesn't even use Kenyon Drake. Highest paid backup in the league. Doesn't even, doesn't even use him. Like I said. Gruden's crazy. So Jordan, I guess you you don't like the Pats backfield situation because I know you said you want you had uh you didn't really like the Woods for Harris trade. You had you had you were gonna save it for the pod. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know exactly like so I haven't been paying attention to the Pats and I don't know if he's like he's the guy and he's been getting more touches. So if that was the case or where the case, I could see the trade making a bit more sense. And you and you do RB, so like I get that. But I feel like my first reactions. Feels like you probably could have gotten more for, for Woods, um, but you know you, you did it. So name by name value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be, I don't know if I could have gotten more. Uh, to be fair, I do think that Woods is going to get a is going to be the big bamboo player of the week this this Thursday. I think he's going to go off the squeaky wheel. Uh, McVeigh talking to the media saying he needs to call more plays for Woods. He's still the number two wide receiver on a very good offense, and he has the best quarterback he's ever had in his career. So I think Woods is still still has a lot of great weeks left. I just I was zero and four, and I needed to change something now. So I really couldn't wait for for Woods to play better and and uh, up his value. Unfortunately, I wish I got more for him, obviously, but. Uh, at the, I'm at a take what I can get at this point in the season. Oh, and four, man. Like I said, I'm still on that floor after spinning the wheel. <laughs> I, I never left. Damn. All right. So I think we should shift gears to the other trade, which I think besides Urban Meyer is like the most scrutinized thing in football this week <laughs> is Connor and John's trade. It's already got a lot of flakes in the chat, but I'll be uh, more. <laughs> Urban yeah. Meyer is the only thing more scrutinized. That's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> I think, yeah. Am I the only one who didn't flake? Which is like a first. Uh, I was part trade. of it, so I didn't. I didn't your, flake. Your own trade, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would flake. <laughs> I love that. I love that Jose was the first one to say you did it again because he was the one who traded <laughs> for AJ Brown. Yeah. It's one I did three times earlier. I think, think, think that was a, li- a little based off of he probably wanted Damian Williams because he has Monty. Right. But, uh, yeah. We, I would say uh, Crowder and A.J. Brown's a little bit of a different universe. No, um, I, think, I think, I mean, you guys can speak for Jose and whatever you guys talk with him about, but it seemed like he was, his radar was more about Amari Cooper. 
Yeah, I so to touch on Cooper, um, and just my roster, I guess in general. So oh I boy. definitely needed some. Buckle up. <laughs> Sixty <laughs> minutes later, not even halfway through. So uh, week two. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I I felt like my lineup. I needed some running back theft. I've been looking for it for several weeks now. I know I traded away Damian Harris for Pittman, but with that, I wanted the upside of Pittman more over Harris. Um, the shared backfield thing was kind of iffy for me. Um, not much like pass catching upside, what have you. Uh, like Pittman for a potential breakout guy. He's getting a lot of yards, a lot of targets, a lot of catches, no touchdowns yet. So hopefully that, that ceiling just bursts through. Um, but then this trade, so have a lot of receivers. I noticed that a lot of my receivers are just starting to bud a little bit. Like my bench guys, like AJ Green randomly is relevant now. And he has, he's only one target behind DeAndre Hopkins this year, which is kind of mind blowing. Um, Darnell Mooney, that's a little bit of a flash, but he was almost a wide receiver one this week. Um, even without a touchdown, Justin Fields coming in. I feel like that might be the connection in Chicago. Sorry, a Rob guys, but I don't know. I'm confident in Mooney. Got Cooks, Pittman, Lockett, and then there's Cooper. Cooper, I, honestly, like over the last couple of weeks, I've been a little scared. Um, has nothing to do with his hobbled like hamstring or anything, but um, I totally recognize his upside. See week one. That's all you need to look at. Um, but he can totally throw a dud at you in one week um, and, and kind of sink your team. And I feel like he and Lockett are similar in that sense, but I like Lockett's upside better. Cooper's in a much more crowded offense. They are actually running the ball a lot more now. Um, it doesn't look like they're really changing things up. And that first week, although it's not crazy late into the season whatsoever, it looked a little bit more of like an outlier week with a pass funnel Tampa Bay defense. Um, really needed that third running back, even if it's only for a month plus, to plug a hole in that flex spot. Um, Najee Harris, big bye week coming up week seven, needs someone to fill that gap. So um, I did a lot of looking around the league. I probably even talked to half the league today um, and most of the league over the last couple of weeks in search. Um, a lot of people don't like Cooper, actually. Um, he was a name that was involved in a lot. Um, and Sounds like you should have talked to Jose and Sasso. Well, well Jordan, <laughs> the, the mistake I made was not taking a trade offer from Jordan last week that I told you guys about. That was Cooper for Devontae Smith and Chase Edmonds. I should have taken that. Um, but hey, hindsight. Um, but this trade I liked uh, in getting, getting Damian Williams. I think he's like a bona fide RB2 slash flex, like for me, flex play um, for the next month. Plus, I think that rides out into their bye week, which is week 10. So you got five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think he's very, very playable for that duration of time. And that's a nice meaty part of the season where I think I, with him in my lineup, I can actually pick up a lot of wins. Um, and I have a, a rotisserie, as I called it, of receivers that I can just kind of rotate in and out, play matchups. Like Brandon Cooks is in my lineup right now, but might not play him because Belichick takes away the number one option. He's totally the number one option. So can go on and on. But um, yeah, that was that was it for me. And uh, like Cooper, take away the touchdown last week. That's like three single digit duds in a row three targets four targets five targets over weeks two to four you can go on that's that's, that's, that's connor flipping the page <laughs> uh, and from the next point in closing and uh yeah, can go can go on and on but uh yeah i i liked how it went and that's really it yeah i actually i mean like cooper amari cooper is a star in the nfl uh but if you look at week two, five targets, week three, four targets, and, and week four, three targets, like he hasn't, Jordan will tell you this, he hasn't he hasn't done much since week one, <laughs> as Connor just said. No, he hasn't. I mean, they got Gallup coming back eventually. They have both tight ends who are oh, randomly uh, really uh, relevant. Yeah, you, you, you don't have to say Gallup's going to like take away from Amari Cooper. He's got a lot of work week one. It'll take away a little bit. I mean, he's. You mean week one there. when a Cooper had 30 points? <laughs> yeah, well, Gallup got hurt in like the first quarter. <laughs> so, how much work was he getting in one quarter? Four targets. I don't, I don't think Amari Cooper has to worry about Gallup. I don't I think, think Amari Dalton, Cooper has to worry about, Mark, uh, about, Gallup. about Gallup. Just more of an incidental point of like, there's guys there. There's a lot of people that can soak up targets, and they're running the ball a lot. It's like, crowded, and that's and that's really a good point. Good. Zeke looks that's a good point. Really good, man. That and they're like, running, they're running the ball a lot. Um, 
I, I would say that's probably the most concerning thing. Not, not to mention yeah. defense going into the year. I feel like people thought it was going to be like Swiss cheese, and they've been playing. I haven't watched them super closely, but it seems like they've been playing better. So, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, their defense is definitely better. So that game script that we kind of expected going in, that would just be, oh, they're going to be catching up all the time. They're going to be so volume heavy with the pass. I don't know if that's really going to happen. So, um, yeah, just a lot of, lot of crowded room. And, um, yeah, I think I got the RB depth I needed for now. Still have a ton of my budget, fab budget left, which is nice. <laughs> I would have had, like, seven bucks. <laughs> Um, for for me, I like I said, I needed I needed to make a change in my team. So like I think Cooper can give you that weak winning potential. I think Cooper was an upgrade over Robert Woods, of, of, like based on where they are this year. So I was down to get Cooper, and I trade I sacrificed depth to get him because Corey Davis. <laughs> everyone's sleeping on Corey Davis. Connor Connor knows last year Corey Davis balled out. That's the uh, whole yeah, reason. Yeah, uh, Amari, Amari Cooper, though. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, Damian, Damian Williams was like the the treasure in the deal because running backs are hard to come by. Like it would be nice if I could have Damian Harris and Damian Williams. I'd be very happy, but I don't. I my running backs are still not good. I'm hoping to win with Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, and Travis Kelsey. I, I can't. I'm not going to beat you anybody with my running backs. So. I feel like my view on Corey Davis has just been totally tainted over the last couple of years. Like when, when he played for the Titans, I picked him up what it felt like every other week off the waiver wire, and he would just he put up a dud whenever I played him. Drop baller him. last year. Give him give him the numbers, Connor. Give him the numbers. <laughs> Basically, just as good as AJ Brown was after the trade. Just saying. Um, yeah, it, but it, I, it's actually not that far off. Like anytime it really isn't. Up, the Crowder, the Crowder, Corey Davis trade to him. Like that's the first thing he goes to is AJ like, Brown. well, actually, I had, I had, uh, I had a uh, uh, Corey Davis on my team, and like, if uh, you look over the numbers, like they're they're only like ten points off, so it's it really it really didn't hurt me that bad. <laughs> but he really but he plays for the Jets. He plays for the Jets now. <laughs> he does play for the Jets now. Um, Who are going to throw the ball every single game? Yeah, yeah they're going to throw a lot. He'll get big, for three weeks. He'll he'll get big plays. Um, again, like, like I'm starting this week against the Falcons. He's going to eat, I think, but like, I just have other guys that I can rotate in there that I think offset the loss of Cooper and especially getting Damian Williams. I think that's huge, but, um, yeah, Cooper, Cooper's loss. I think I have the better version of him in Tyler Lockett and Lockett's in a much less crowded offense. Um, yeah, I was honestly a little, a little shaky about Cooper's rest of season outlook and coming off a a week that where the touchdown kind of made his score look a little better than the actual like stats, like targets and stuff suggested, like, you know, not going to call it like so high or anything, but like, you know, I, I thought it no. was uh, a good way it to counts. like shore up, shore up a weakness in, in like counts. running back. Yeah. Touchdown counts. Um, shoring up like a weakness in running back depth while adding a receiver I could throw into the mix. I love that. Like we can have these different views of our team. Like we're, we're Connor, who, who who do you have? Najee Harris and Nick Chubb. Yeah, they're RB ones. I have nobody back, after. Worried them. about running back depth, and I'm yeah, sitting here that, starting that Zach be, Moss and Damian Harris. Oh, well, that I was mean, gonna be that was gonna be my comment. Like, I'm not one to tell people that. Like, you know. Yes, you are. You know, make your trades, do whatever you yeah. want. But like, but like, Connor, everything you were saying to me is like, oh, you didn't have to make the trade because you have all these blossoming receivers on your bench. They could have been your. Your flex. your flex guy, yeah, your your flex guys. You could just choose which one has a good matchup or anything like that. Keep Cooper, and then when you have a buy with the running back, you play Hines. You can play Gainwell if you think Gainwell is going to you know start taking over with Philly. So that, that was I like think the only Gainwell thing I was will, like, but like not. John, John had like the really apparent need, and you were like you know the almost like gave me was almost like a luxury all of a sudden. Tom, given your past behavior, I'm surprised you didn't just reach out to them individually and just give them this advice. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry yeah just, I, he, I, he didn't know it was happening jordan <laughs> i don't really like Hines, um and gainwell i think I, I actually do think he will take over but later like i think it's like the genesis of his head yeah kopka's shaking his head he doesn't think so but uh you're talking about a fifth round yeah jordan, like jordan, what's, your, what's your take on this um I like I like Gainwell. I don't I don't think he takes the starting 
job. I, I think it's probably a timeshare until Sanders either returns to kind of being that that stud that he's supposed to be. Um, but like if you're if you're a Gainwell owner, right? You, you picked him up off the wire, and now he's in a timeshare on a good offense, right? So you, he's still probably playable, and if you need him, right on a on a bye week. I'm just gonna need you to amend good offense. And then everything else the works. Fan, the fantasy offense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I still think it was definitely addressing a, a depth need for my team. Um, I know. I, I think the Cooper name definitely Ooh. makes eyeballs pop out. But. Oh, wait. For some reason, like it just it just hit me when you said when you you've already said it four times. But when you said it just then that it was addressing a depth need, it fucking hit me in the face. Jamison Crowder was 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 a depth piece when you made the AJ Brown trade. No, I think I just completely you wanted, you wanted, the, you wanted the floor. You wanted the floor uh, that Jamison yeah. Crowder had, it, not the I up and down of AJ Brown. Um, yeah, I also think I just completely evaluated that last year. What happened? Up up and down Winchy fan, uh, fantasy weeks. Yeah, I think I think Damian Williams is going to help me win weeks, and if he doesn't, then that's on me. Damian Williams, uh, I, even if it's only for the next month, which I contend a month is a long time in fantasy. Like, look at me, I'm 0-4. That's That was a month. <laughs> uh, Damian Williams, I think, should have the backfield to himself. Like, whereas Damian Harris is splitting, is in a shared backfield. So you do have the fact that, that he's the guy there for the next month. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we shall see. Were you guys surprised by the, the Facebook chatter after after the deal was made, or do you think it's just par for the course for a league anytime like a remotely big name is traded? That I think it's like, a little bit of both. I was a little surprised, but I thought it was funny because the second that uh, Jose and I agreed to the trade, I want to see what he said too, because he he said something that I just wasn't expecting. Text me. <laughs> no, when we agreed to the uh, trade in the first place. Uh, we had a long conversation, so he said, uh, he said, he, I, I told him to send it, and he said, sent, best best trade partner in the league. So, thank you to Jose for calling me the best trade partner in the league. I'll wear that badge proudly as I sit at 0-4 in last place. <laughs> it's all I got. It's all I got. I, I have a I have a NFL bet. I think with, that's where you're going with that, but okay. <laughs> I, have an NFL, I have an NFL bet with Jordan, and I I like trash talked him last week about it, and he was like, "That's all you got, isn't it? That's all you got left." And I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> it is. I've got nothing <laughs> in fantasy." Who do you guys just gonna win that bet? So we copped on I. Uh, actually, yeah, you guys were there. Um, but copped on I late late night when we were down. Where are we? South South Carolina? Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Um, bet that, or who was going to have a better season, the Eagles or the or the Giants? Um, they're both they're both bad, but I still I still feel good about the Eagles uh, taking that. I'm not, you talk to Giants fans. You think that was like a career defining win for uh, Daniel Jones last weekend? The tide is uh, turning. They beat the Saints. NFC NFC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week. He only has like what two turnovers this year? Uh, I don't know about his fumbles. I don't know. I don't know about his fumbles. I feel like he's got to have more than one fumble. I I know. No, I think he has two fumbles, and then he had an interception, like which was a hail mary at halftime, and that's his only interception on the year so far. But I think he has more than one fumble. I mean, he's still Daniel Jones. So small hands, right? (laughs) Small hands. Not a small small hand. I'm not as small as Jameis Winston. I'm a, I think Jared Goff has like notoriously small hands, but I don't know. I don't know about Daniel Jones. It's weird that Daniel Jones is if might have small hands. He's like, isn't he like six five, six six? Kind of shocks me. Yeah. That well, quarterback like, like well, small hands for a they, quarterback. It's like yeah. still huge for like a normal, a normal person. Right. It's they're still nine inch hands. <laughs> All right. That's so, not, not starting right now. Why I haven't made the playoffs in the last like three years? Because like you guys know players' hand sizes around the league. How am I supposed to compete with this? <laughs> I don't actually know his hand size. I don't know. They might know the hand sizes, Jordan. <laughs> they might. I barely know, like, the third string guys. And you guys know, like, oh, like, James Winston's got, like, this this size hand and this, he's this tall. <laughs> well, I think James Winston had a little bit of a fumble problem before Daniel Jones, like, took the league by storm with his fumble problem. It, so, 
I think you like to, you just like to joke that they have small hands because they can't hold on to the ball. You know, <laughs> keep getting stripped. Fair enough. If it, Tom, if it was, if it was, uh, <laughs> used to say it all the time oh, in college. Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I blocked that from my mind. Those, those... <laughs> I'm, I'm a better person now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm reformed. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that it, it, to quote Urban Meyer. That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> Dude, uh, man, the Urban Myers, like, not to get into Urban Meyer, but the, the pot shot he took at Meyer, but the, the shot he took at Trevor Lawrence, like in his apology, couldn't believe I it. I thought that like, same thing. I thought the same thing. Like, when I was like, you did not need to bring that up at all, but like, you just told that whole story. <laughs> what an ass. <laughs> uh, Connor, uh, we saw, like, in his apology, he was just like, I was, you know, I was stupid. Like I shouldn't have gone out and did that, put myself out there like that. You know, like Trevor, you know, had his bachelor party back like in the summer in, in Vegas. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like kept going. I was like, why are you like bring Trevor Lawrence into this? <laughs> uh, he was, he uh, was like, when I told, I told Trevor to be careful in in Las Vegas because he wanted to go have his bachelor party there. And it's like, you, no one needed to know that. <laughs> you did not, you did not need to bring that up at all. This is that, about you. That girl that one of those girls I took a selfie with him was like unbelievably hot. That's that's the only thing I got out of the entire like saga. I, I, of, of Urban I saw that there was a, a more of a picture than the one that we saw. And it said and it was of that girl. And she was like, who is this? He keeps flirting with me. It was <laughs> that girl. Yeah. That's like she put. Uh, but this? we he keeps flirting with me. But That's we've fun. had a very long episode, and we need to run through the Swami selections. Jordan, I hope you're okay with making some picks tonight, because you don't have a choice. Kopka, you might have to like go through the whole thing, because my app is like all over the place. All right, that's fine. Um, yeah, it's still not working. Tom, why don't you quickly read us off your schedule last week? Your schedule, your record from last week. All right, um, so I made picks against Greg. Um, I have Greg going three and three last week, which brings the overall audience or guest record to eleven and seven. Doesn't hurt. Nice. Yeah. And then I uh, fell back down the drain again. Went two and five, or no, not two and five, two and four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bringing my record to um, nine and fifteen. So yikes! Like, All right, I'll, you I'll got time. Both my actual loss and my Swami picks. You, you got, got you time. You got to climb up that mountain. You've got time. All right. Uh, first matchup. Let's go to Connor's matchup. This is uh the six versus seven teams. Connor's hold that door, hold that door versus Jake, and you shall not pass with his newly minted tight end Dawson Knox. Actually, he has. Dallas Goddard on his team. I didn't even realize, but uh, Tom, sorry, I'm putting you on the spot first. Jordan, take some time to look at the lineups and form your own opinion. And just remember, Jordan, we do like disagreements, so I'm letting Tom go first here. Please disagree. You just pretty much fade me. Is the lesson of the first four weeks have been so far. <laughs> fade, fade me, please. If you didn't hear him, every he time you pick two, me, I win. <laughs> I he went two and four last week. Two and four, Tom went last and I, week. I'm pretty so. sure I went one and five like two weeks ago. So. Yeah, definitely fade Tom on the picks. <laughs> what what is the audience record? I'm sorry if I, I missed that. Eleven and seven. Eleven and seven. Eleven and seven. Nice. So this is one that Yahoo likes. Uh, they're giving it a fifty fifty shot. Um, we've, Certainly. Know, we've, talked, we've talked about Connor's roster for a little bit, so I'll go over to to Jake's side. Um, <laughs> and I'm really I'm really liking some of the matchups here. Uh, Josh Allen and Tyreek Hill in a juicy Sunday night game, Bills Chiefs. So I think there's going to be points to be had there. Cheers. I think uh, Hollywood Brown is, uh, you know, a really good wide receiver three for Jake's team, and you know, probably like a wide receiver, at least a wide receiver two in fantasy going forward. Um, interestingly, Jake has Miles Sanders on his bench, and we were just talking about him before. Mm-mm. But maybe you want some of that Mike Davis juice from 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 Jordan. So with all that, with all that, you know, rambling I'm doing here, I'm picking Jake to win mostly by the the strength of uh, his top three or four right there. All right, let's see. Let's see if the streak continues. Every time you pick me to win, I lose. Every time you pick the other person, I win. I know those. Here's those, the Tom. The league will be waiting on bated breath for uh, the outcome of that. Uh, Jordan, what's your pick? <laughs> 
Um, <clears throat> I'm looking at both squads right now. I so, gave you a heads up. I know, I know, I know. I'm looking. I'm just looking at the matchups. Looking at that, Mike David. Connor gave us a dissertation on his team. You should know. You should know everyone there. <laughs> Had to lay it out all on the table. I'm probably gonna go with Jake as well. Ooh. Oh, what the hell? Didn't disagree. I, I want to start it off on the agreement, but uh, I like. I we like just told you to fade Tom. Kansas City matchup. Um, Mike Evans will probably have a decent game. Um, Connor's definitely got the advantage at running back. Um, Mike Davis, I mean, he uh, better. Jake and I chatted about that. Hopefully, he starts to get goal line touches, and he might even this week. But Cordell Patterson's been definitely like a thorn, thorn in the side. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going, Jake. I feel like yeah, he's just got receive, receivers are looking good. Running backs, good. Yeah. Sorry, Connor. Oh, it's okay. I just wanted you to disagree. We love disagreements. Yeah, that's boring. All right, next matchup. Tom, uh, I'm going to take you over to Greg's new team name. I think this was on last week's episode, too. Pepperoni Tony, though, versus Jose and the Jackson 6. Uh, Yahoo doesn't love this much this one as much as it does the other one, but tell us who you think is going to win this matchup. Yeah, so Jose's got a little bit of a new look team with uh, the trade that we mentioned earlier, um, and he made some other, I think, w- waiver moves without with him losing Montgomery. Um, so, of course, he has a lot of weight with the Ravens, um, and also Jonathan Taylor, so he's got a lot going Monday night. So Greg might have to wait a little bit to see the outcome of this matchup. Does Monday night um, points count for more, right, Tom? <laughs> they make you sweat more, though, because it's just an island game, and you have you can't do anything about it. Um, but just, you know, looking at the rosters here, I'm just seeing a little bit more balance for Greg's team this week. Um, and I think, you know, I think Kamara is probably due for a little bit more love in terms of like rushing touchdowns and things like that. I think, uh, Keenan Allen was, has been down for a week or two. He's probably due for, you know, a good stat line. And of course, Mahomes in that Sunday night game I mentioned earlier. So I think Greg's team's going to win here. Wonderful matchup of kickers we got here. So Jordan, who do you think's going to, uh, come out on top? I am going to disagree. Yes! Disagree. Let's go! I like Metcalf. I like Robert Woods. It's a nice new addition. I think Jonathan Taylor have a good game this week. I don't know much about this Jets running back. Um, so that's that's like the biggest question mark when I look at when I look at this lineup. Um, Mark Andrews should bounce back. Uh, I feel like he hasn't been getting a ton of like red zone looks, which is which is concerning, but I feel like it's it's gonna have to start start happening. Um yeah, I'm going uh, going Jose. And I do agree, last point, with John, that Robert Woods is going to be a big bang boom player of the week. Squeak wheel narrative. Wow. Yeah, that defense, all wow. that. I love it. And Tom couldn't get through the pod without saying squeaky wheel narrative for Robert Woods. Had to be Tom. For those, for those at home, time to drink. Time to drink. Uh, all right, so that's a good disagreement. Next up, why don't we go to uh-huh. Jimmy. Jimmy coming off his first loss. Traquan Jin takes on uh, Sasso here, Jay Dalvin. Uh, kind of a high-scoring affair. Uh, Tom, tell me what you're thinking right now. So I did see on Twitter just a little bit ago um, one of the Seahawks beat reporters anticipating Chris Carson being out tomorrow Mm-mm. with a lingering uh, neck issue that he has. Have no fear. Jimmy's got Alex Collins on the bench. Does, but can he be can he be Chris Carson? Also very interesting flex battle of the ultimate slot receivers of Hunter Renfro and Jacoby Myers. So just a tip of the cap there for both of our fellows here. Um, I'm a little concerned with Sasu's running backs because, as I said earlier, Josh Jacobs is dust. And Davin Cooks <laughs> seems like he's still a little banged up. Um so I think with those concerns, I know Sass has got some pretty good backups, uh, but Peyton Barber has uh, some turf toe I saw, so he might have to go scrambling for a little bit more depth there. Um, so with those concerns, I'm taking Jimmy's side because we know that Jimmy can put up points pretty much at the snap of a finger. All right, all right. Jordan, before you make your pick, I want to let you know Dalvin Cook's going to be fine. He's playing the Lions. He's going he's gonna to eat. Now, Jordan, who do you think is going to win this matchup? 
Um, well, Sasso, I do have Madison, so if you're if you're worried, you can approach me uh, for a trade. Ooh. Oh, uh, sources, sources say a little on pod uh, trade talks. <laughs> I do oh, think it's going to be fine. Um, I feel like they're resting him. I mean, if he if he's not practicing Friday, obviously that'd be that'd be a pretty big concern. I mean, he he left the game right, but I think he did come back. Um, I'm I'm sure he's fine. So th- that'll obviously be one to to watch. I'm gonna go. I go Sasso here. I disagree. I think we love it. Oh my god, music to my ears. Yeah, this team's this team's good. I like Waller, Dalvin Cook. I think Jacobs would be fine. Um, dust, right? I thought he was dust. Dust, but right, Tom. He is. He's terrible. <laughs> did we not? Did you not watch the game on Monday? I did not. I did not watch. Him. He was. He was. Play, he was playing hobbled. Uh, maybe I'll just make a Kansas's dust in the wind. The the intro song. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's receivers are dangerous, though. Like I feel like those those three can win. Yeah. Mike so. Williams. Yeah, he's got Ayuk just kind of hanging back there. You know, Ayuk's like I feel like he's getting more and more looks. Mike Williams with a dud. Smoke or fire. Yeah, he had a tough week last week. All right, so that's a nice disagreement. Let's go to another nice and exciting matchup. This is three versus four. We got Brian's no-ho, no problem versus Steve's inside of you. Again, like I said, this is three versus four. Tom, what is your take on this tilt? So um, we probably should caveat that we're not sure the status is of Christian McCaffrey or Mixon, which Yahoo gives them both the devil's numbers for their projections currently. So that might influence what happens in this matchup. That's kind of odd. Confirm that they are projected for 6.66. And just looking here, I think I keep coming back to Brian's team. Like like we said, he's got the backup for Mixon in case anything happens there. Um, he's got some guys that could have some pretty high ceilings. Like DJ Moore looks like a beast. Like he looks like he's like last year's like Stefan Diggs. Um, so he could probably, you know, carry Brian pretty well for a week. Though Steve has Terry McLaurin. I think uh, Moore might have a little bit of a better matchup. And D- and Debo's been lighting it up. So I expect that to kind of continue in a uh, high scoring game against the Cardinals. So I think it's going to be close like Yahoo does. Uh, but I'm picking Brian. Jordan, what are your thoughts? I I unfortunately agree with everything <sighs> that bullshit. Big Brian this week. Um, yeah, Moore's a beast. Samuel's been awesome. Zeke's been running really well. Regardless of the mix and plays, right? He's got the backup. He's got George Kittle. I think Christian Kirk have a bounce back game. So yeah, going with Brian. Lame. No chafe looking Same. legit though. Same as lame. All Same right. Same totally lame. Jordan, I'm going to put you on the spot and have you go first because we're going over to your matchup. This is somewhere in fantasy time versus the Turbo team. Uh, and I, I might be out to lunch here. I don't know. But did you update your picture recently or, or was that done a while ago? That was a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm out to lunch. Sorry about that. This is a, a one that Yahoo kind of likes. Uh, and Jordan, I, I assume you've been looking at this matchup all week. What do you got? I have. I have been staring at it. Um... So I think I think Chris is going to edge me this week. Um, I think I've done enough to make my team competitive on like a week to week basis. I, I don't know if Odell is going to have a great game this week. Um, Kirk Cousins, I think, should do all right. Eckler's been awesome, and Edmonds has been awesome. Um, TJ Hawkinson's banged up. I'm not really sure what the status of that is. Um, I think CEH right will we'll, we'll probably score at least. At least one that should be a, that should be a pretty high high scoring game. Um, that being said, though, right, like Kyler Murray's tough to go, he's got that Kyler Murray Hopkins stack. I feel like that's tough to go against. Um, Barkley Swift have both been good. Even Fournette, right, he's kind of secured the job. So I'm going with I'm going with Chris. Wow, this might be the first time in history that someone has not picked themselves. Certainly this season. <sighs> but, but I can then you for it your felt, honesty. It felt very Jordan. Uh, Tom, <laughs> your pick. <laughs> um, I do have to admit, I'm a little jealous of Chris's one-two punch at running back. I know, I know, Swift kind of did that last week, but you know, in PPR, like Barkley and Swift can be pretty lethal and kind of help you know make up for some some cracks that any team may have. Um, but I kind of disagree with Jordan. I think 
OBJ is due for a game. I know him and Baker weren't really connecting last week. Jordan and I saw a few misses live. Um, so I think it's, I'm not going to say, you know, full squeaky wheel, but there's some squeaking happening there. So I think uh, OBJ, you know, might have a nice little stat line. Uh, Run on funnel Sunday. defense. And I do, and I do think Stefan Diggs is going to have, you know, I think he was starting to blow up a little bit last week, but more so this week with that big game against the Chiefs. Um, oh, Diggsy. So I think, uh, you know, like I said, for some other teams, I, I like the balance here in Jordan's team, and I think there's some good matchups that um, these players should take advantage of. So I'm going to take Jordan. All right. Disagreement. Well done. It's like the uh, a three-point play the old-fashioned way. We got, a, we got a disagreement there the old-fashioned way. A little <laughs> anti-jix on one side and a little honesty on the other side. Uh, so one matchup remains. Ooh. It is... My another Greek boy versus Tom's. You're not that guy, pal. Tom, you go first. Why don't you tell me who you think that guy is? I don't know. It seems like it could be you this week. Uh, Jose was texting me after your trade about, like, is this your nightmare? I was like, oh, I expected John to make a trade. But he's like, did you expect John to significantly improve his team? And then I was like, okay, whatever, man. So I went into the week expecting you to make a trade, and here we are. Maybe not these exact trades, but... I was going to say that earlier when I mentioned him calling me the best trade partner. He said, uh, Tom, he he couldn't wait. He was like, do you guys record tonight? I was like, yes. He was like, sweet. I I need Tom's reaction because he didn't know about Connor's trade yet with me. He was like, he called you getting Harris his, quote, nightmare. I don't know if he set you up for that, but he he did tell me you said that. No, he he texted me like, you know, selling selling, uh, or trading Harris for the best offer. Like, let me know if you have something. And like, wait, when he Tom said that, getting Harris is his worst nightmare? No, no. Jose said that Tom told Jose me getting Damian Harris was Tom's worst nightmare. Oh, why? because I'm playing. I'm playing Tom this week, and Harris is playing the <laughs> playing Houston Texas. Texas. Yeah. yeah, that's a solid matchup. Yeah, kind of like uh, not to get too into like the weeds of like scoring, but it's like okay, the Pats defense, the Pats defense gets a turnover, leaves a short field for the Pats. All of a sudden, like Harris does stuff, <laughs> like so that just becomes null, null and void. We, but anyway. we should probably point out that Yahoo hates this one. Uh, Tom projected for a beefy one thirty-eight, basically. So, and I can't crack the one thirties, but, so, but Tom. Uh, Continue. Jordan experienced this last week, and he uh, beat me pretty good. So anything is possible. Okay. Um, I think it's possible. Kevin I was a little disappointed that you traded Woods because I really liked that we had so much weight on Thursday night's game. That was I did too. I, I, I'm going to kind of miss that. Um, but I guess you still have Van Jefferson in there. So we'll give a little bit of you know spice. And of course, you have some guys playing um, later in the week. Um, with that said, I'm picking you to win. Not an anti-jinx. anti-jinx. <laughs> uh, I just think you have some guys who are quote-unquote due for some good games. I know Kelsey's coming off a little bit of a dud last week. I feel like Devontae Adams hasn't had the Devontae Adams game just yet. And he had a 25-point yeah. game two weeks ago. Yeah, week three he did really well. But I'll take another. But you know, nice that, just like that, like the, like the one where he just like puts D-backs in, like, in their graves. Like I feel like we haven't really had like that, that vintage play yet. And then, of course, you know, Zach Moss and Harris are in matchups where like, they could potentially you know, have some goal line opportunities. Um, so I think I think it's high scoring. I think my team's going to bounce back from you know not getting triple digits, um, but I think John's got some edge with those matchups as I mentioned. Jordan, your thoughts? Feels like a pretty big anti jinx from Tom because <laughs> I think you're going to get slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I agree that it feels like an anti jinx. Uh, I hope I don't get slaughtered, but it. Doesn't look great. <laughs> like, like, there's potential that Hubbard's not. I can't play Hubbard, and then all of a sudden, it's like, who am I gonna play? Good, good point. Wasn't thinking about that. Is he so? The Williams boys. Are we talked about is McCaffrey expected to be back this week? No, he started practicing. I think he's probably not gonna play, but they seem like they're pretty excited about him in Carolina. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he sh- yeah, he showed up in pads today, right? Got on a full practice. Oh, they put him on Twitter. They showed him the golf cart, fully padded. It's crazy. Wow. He was in a golf cart? He didn't say that. Yeah. Oh, that changed. Carted in the practice. 
So I guess a disagreement. We started with another like, another disagreement the old fashioned way. Thank you. Yeah, so we've, God, only, we we've, we've only agreed twice. Dude, Love that's it. how it's supposed to be. It's got to be at least at least half disagreements. That's how it's meant to be. Yep. All right. I love it though. The 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 swam and the guest, the anti jinxes. The whistle the whistleblower. That's great. <laughs> swam and the whistleblower. All right. Um, so, does Jordan like being called that? <laughs> well, you never asked him. You kind of just like assigned really, it. I've really been policing the league though as of late. I'm just responding <laughs> to yeah, I beat you to flagging Chris for. So you're the vigilante. Yes, I mean, you're about to call him out. I just wanted you to stop what you were doing. <laughs> I just wanted you to stop what you were doing. Yeah, see, he doesn't. He doesn't take kindly to be calling a whistleblower. That's definitely got a somewhat of a connotation to it. I, I just call it like I see it, right? Oh man, <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> I think Jordan prefers uh, the one for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Right on that note. I want to thank you for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts, parting words, parting takes for us before we sign off here? Uh, no. Good luck to everybody. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> I guess as Tom would say, keep blowing that whistle, man. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.